Audrey Fisher from the Chicago Astronomical Society was in uh, this very studio in June talking about a proposal by the city of Chicago to swap out, change out 270,000 streetlights. And we were all about getting it done right. Amen. And then suddenly this week there was an announcement that the test program is out there and it might not be exactly what we had in mind. Um, so, and I love your badge, I Heart the Dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was actually distributed by the Adler this week. Was yeah, it really? Yeah, their Adler After And they have program. a reason for not, not wanting too much light Yes, All over the place. Absolutely, we're just. In fact, I was I was at their Adler, Adler Planetarium Sky Show, and I was watching a little boy sitting on his mom's lap, looking at the planetarium when they dimmed down all the lights. Yeah. And the little boy pointed up and saw all the stars in the dome, but thought they were moons. He says, "Mommy, moon, moon, moon," because anything he ever saw bright in the sky was a moon. And she says, no, that's a star. What's a star? He says, mommy, that's moon. All moons. So shame on Chicago for... Shame on the world for, you know, these photos that you see of the earth, half of the earth at night. Mm -hmm. And they say, look at all the twinkle lights. Isn't that something? And I think, no, that's, that's... terrible that's that's really a crime we're just nobody sees stars i mean it makes you want to move to africa the darkest place on the planet because you know it isn't as developed it's really a heartbreak and one of your guests fabio actually completed in june a the new world atlas on artificial brightness so right and that made the top 10 of altmetric they uh and they have the top 100 articles of 2016. I had never even heard of Altmetric, uh, but they're number 10. Yeah, uh, that right. an article about the new world atlas of artificial light sky brightness, which we are fighting. I mean, okay, and we're going to have to, and we'll get to this in a yeah. second. We'll discover the, uh, what the issues are and talk about them. But it's a you know because it's part of our real problem here in Chicago. You are sw- you are salmon swimming upstream, Audrey, because we are the murder capital of the country, and people equate murder to to light to darkness. I guess so. If they say if there were more light, we wouldn't have as many murders, and of course, there's no correlation. In fact, it's kind of an opposite correlation, isn't Absolutely, it? Absolutely, Mike. That that's the whole issue. Now, all the research studies are pointing to more light is somehow connected to more crime. So um, we're really doing ourselves in. It may not be a coincidence that we're the most light-polluted city in the world and that we have the most crime. Yeah. All right. So this is uh, Mario Mata, MD, cardiologist at North Shore Hospital in Salem, Massachusetts, past president of the Massachusetts Medical Society, um, also uh, past president of the American Association of Variable Star Observers, another organization I had never heard of, uh, and just off the board of the International Dark Sky Association, or the IDA, um, and the chair of the Human Health Effects of Light Pollution. That's a lot. Um, and in the studio with us is Audrey Fisher from the Chicago Astronomical Society. And I want to just start with you, uh, Dr. Mata. Uh, we're obviously, we're, we're changing lights out in Chicago. There's going to be 270,000 new lights here, whether we want them or not, um, because, because they save energy. I get that. They save money. 
I get that. They can program them so that when it goes out, um, the city knows when a light goes out and can respond to it. They don't have to wait for 311 calls. I get that. That's good. Um, here's the, the problem is, are we doing it in terms of light pollution? Are we paying attention enough to light pollution? And I know Audrey has gone to uh, various meetings with the city and city uh, organizations and city uh, departments uh, to get this done right, uh, to have the right amount of light in these LEDs. Um, you were instrumental, Audrey, weren't you, in getting the Kelvin uh, rating of the lights down from 4,000 to 3,000? It's true. Yeah, okay. And yet that might still be a problem. So, Dr. Mata, talk to us a little bit about the effects of, I guess, too much light. What, what is, how, how can that be a problem? Well, uh, first of all, the main problem with street lights is glare. So if you're elderly, everyone over age 40 starts getting microcalcifications. You live long enough, you get cataracts. What happens with that is you have light that's, uh, don't forget the whole purpose of the light is to bounce off something, and then you can see it. If it goes directly from the light bulb to your eye, it doesn't help you see. It impedes your vision because you get bright glare that scatters in your eye. Blue scatters more than red. So we all know that because sunset, the sun is red. That's because this blue scatters. That's why we have a blue sky. Blue scatters more in your eye as well. So if you have excess blue, you have more scatter. So the blue doesn't help you see. It actually impedes your vision. The reason why engineers love the uh, the 4,000 and 5,000 LEDs is because five years ago, when they were first invented, um, uh, let me rephrase something here. There's no such thing as a white LED. The way you get a white LED is you take a blue LED, you coat it with a phosphor, and it re-emits some of the rate, the uh, photons as a lower wavelength. So they use blue LEDs. The reason why engineers love the 4000K is because five years ago there was a difference in efficiency when they were first came out and were invented. The difference was 90% efficient for 5,000K versus 70% efficient for 3,000K. That's all gone. With newer manufacturing techniques, the difference is minuscule, 94 versus 92% efficiency. So, And even the lower ones, 2,700, 2,400, there's essentially no difference in efficiency these days. So the argument that they're more efficient is completely bogus, and it shows you someone who hasn't kept up with the times if they insist on that. Huh. So why – go ahead. No, no, I'm just, I'm just stunned by that because um, these are the people who are supposed to know, all right? Mm-hmm. The, you know, you've got the city of Chicago, uh, and, and somebody like Audrey and, – and you know how it is if you try to get in touch with a major municipal organization of any kind, any kind of big city – you're fighting, you're fighting to be heard, okay? So, yeah. you, and the city will always tell you, don't worry, we have the best and the brightest working on this. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, many engineers don't understand how the eye works. And uh, they go by manufacturer specs, foot candles on the ground. Okay, that's great to tell how efficient a light is. It tells you nothing about how an eye actually works and sees better or not. And I argue with them all the time. I've given talks to engineers, and I keep telling them, that's not the measure I want to know. What I want to know is you set up a test lab, set up a light in the street, 
and actually see if you can see better down the street or not. No one tests that way, but yeah. that's actually what the light is for. Otherwise, it's just an expensive ornament. And the whole purpose of light is to see better. If you have too bright a light, if you have a hot spot, if you have lots of glare and it's overly bright, it actually impedes your vision and is dangerous. And uh, independent studies have, sh have shown that. Now, there are th one of the reasons some keep pushing 4,000K is some companies have bought tons of 4,000K lighting from China, <laughs> have them in their warehouses, and they won't admit that they 3,000 or below is better until they get rid of their stock. Other companies, like Cree, like uh, uh, General Electric, General Electric actually put out a white paper on this subject and has set the standard that basically completely agrees with the paper I wrote for the AMA and is completely on board saying that that's how they're going to change their corporate policy. They came out with that two years ago. So there's a huge difference between companies. Some have, excuse the pun, seen the light and others have not. You, you've explained that you want to know how the eye sees it, but I guess the question that I have for you is what kind of problems does too sure. much too much light cause if we have too much spill if the kelvin readings are too high yeah. what what happens yeah well the higher the blue content for thousand and up the harsher the light is and we don't have to reinvent the wheel here you just look at cities that have installed four thousand k and you find nothing but complaints um new york city queens you can google this with um, several new york times articles they, now, here's admittedly one of the worst light-polluted areas in the universe, and people are used to bad lighting in New York City. They changed all the lighting from high-pressure sodium to 4,000K, and immediately huge complaints have started coming in. In uh, various articles in the Times, people say it's a prison atmosphere. It shines in my room. I have to... Uh, uh, these are all quotes from the New York Times. I have to buy light-blocking shades. So people don't like 4,000K for a good reason. They don't know what, what the reason is, but the reason is actually because it's got too much blue. Seattle did it, and there were complaints. Interestingly, all the newer cities, uh, specifically the latest is uh, L.A. has gone to 2,700K on side streets, 3,000K on main thoroughfares. Phoenix has gone is going uh, to all 2,700K citywide. Uh, so all the later cities are, have completely changed what they were originally going to do, which was originally 4,000K, because that's what they were, quote, advised by the engineers. After studying the issue, they've made the right choice. In my area in uh, New England, uh, all the new installations are 3,000K or below. Let's let uh, Audrey get a word in here about that. One point of, that I'd like to make about Phoenix going to 2,700 Kelvin, and that just was announced a couple weeks ago, was 100% because of public activism. Mm -hmm. That would never have happened. They would have installed um, 4,000 or higher. And Davis, uh, Davis, California, had a high installation of over-illumination, the public was so outraged, they demanded those lights be taken down, and they install lower Kelvin ratings, mm -hmm. 2,700 Kelvin. Uh, and, and, and here in Chicago, we, uh, uh, as I said before, Audrey got the city to go lower uh, from 4,000 to 3,000. But now, 
and as, others, other people pitched and other in people, too. Of yeah, course. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you're not. You weren't. You didn't do this alone. No, obviously. no way. Nobody no. does this alone. No, no, and not again. Not with the city of Chicago. <laughs> uh, but the point is, they they've lowered it to three. But Audrey went to, out to look at the installation, the test. They have seven test installations around the city right now, and I'm going to get into that in a second. But she says that even 3,000 is, is too bright at the moment. Oh, it's overly lit. It's going to people's homes. It, it's like walking in a daylight zone. This is way, way too much. Do you ever, do you ever take... Oh. Let me ask you, Dr. Uh, Mata, um, yeah. what's the difference between 3,000 and 2,700? Well, it's about half the blue. So, the, I mean, in an ideal world, like what they did in Quebec and what they're doing in Hawaii, uh, in Quebec they're using amber LEDs, there's no blue. In Hawaii they're using filtered LEDs, there's no blue, because they're concerned with the environment. In an ideal world, everyone would do that. Yeah. The reality of the we situation ought to do is that too. They're, not, yeah. Yeah. they're not readily available, so they're they not going to do that. So I would go for the lowest possible. 2,700 currently is the best ideal. It's certainly nothing higher than 3,000 uh, must be insisted on. And it, there's two parts here. The, the CRI is the color of the light. You can have a low dim uh, 3,000K. You can have a very bright, uh, you know, one of the things they do is instead of just a few LEDs, they put up these monstrosities that have multiple LEDs mm-hmm. and just ramp up the amperage. So you can have the right color and still have overlighting. One is wattage, one is the color of the light. You need a proper balance of both. Yeah. All right. And and what kind of uh, physical problems does uh, too much light create? It blinds you. Okay. The purpose of a light is to see better. I mean, indoor lighting, there are a number of health issues we can talk about. We're talking primarily outdoor lighting here. Okay. If you're constantly opposed to high blue, there is studies that show it suppresses your melatonin and keeps you from falling asleep later at night. But usually you have to have quite a bit of exposure outdoors. Most people, that's not the main issue, although I personally think that's an important issue. The main issue outdoor lighting is how they design and how much how bright they are and the color. You want to keep the blue down. You want to keep the light level to what is reasonable so you can see without overlighting, mm-hmm. and you don't want to blind the driver. All right. Well, listen, doctor, I appreciate your time. I know you're on duty, and um, um, Mario Mata, MD, uh, cardiologist, North Shore Hospital in Salem, Mass. Um, I hope that we get the, a chance to talk some more about this and talk about the physiological aspects of this light and uh, and and the thing you said that struck me the most, and and I knew this a little bit was, if you just reducing from three thousand to twenty seven hundred Kelvin, um, you said cuts the blue in half. Is that correct? Correct. Wow, that's correct. That's amazing. That's so. That would be yeah. a chief benefit of doing it right there. But the other thing you said that is also disturbing is that a lot of these companies have these lights already in stock, and that's what is going on here it's it's not about sometimes it's not about doing the right thing it's it's doing the cheap thing and uh you know if they've got a huge lot of invested 4000 k lights they need to get rid of them well the 4000 i don't think chicago as citizens should demand to and this is what i told people locally here is we demand the right to buy what's best for us not what you want to unload 
Good for you. Well, well I think Peggy's going to tweet that out. Uh, Dr. Mata, thank you so much for being on the show, uh, and I hope we, we talk again soon. All right. Good luck. Go, Audrey. <laughs> All right. Yes, there she is. Good for you. Good. She needs she needs her supporters here and, and elsewhere. All, All right, right. Talk to you later, doctor. Bye-bye. My uh, pleasure. Bye. It's the Mike Novak Show on Q4 Radio. Now what I'm going to do is get uh, Fabio on the phone. Let's, I hope he's still – I hope he's standing by his Skype uh, machine uh, so that we can do this. Uh, he's in Italy, um, and um, I sent him a, a quick uh, email. Oh, let's see. I think there he is. Fabio, is that you? Yes. Yay. Yay. Hi. I'm glad Welcome you- to Chicago. <laughs> Nice to have you. Uh, and thank you for being so patient. Please pronounce your name, both uh, 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 first and last name for me, so I get it exactly right. Oh, yes. My uh, family name is Falchi. You have to pronounce it like uh, uh, the C-H is a K. Right. Fabio Falchi. Yes. All right. Great. Yes. He's a physicist. He's worked on light pollution for more than 20 years. Uh, where in Italy are you located? Well, not so uh, good place. Uh, I mean, uh, we have uh, two weeks uh, with fog uh, in a row, and uh, it is uh, one of the most light polluted uh, places in, in the world. Uh, oh, dear. I live uh, in the northern Italy, uh, between Venice and Milan, uh, almost half away. And, and and so you're yeah. If you look at that map of Europe, you're one of the places where all that light pollution is occurring. Uh, and you put together, uh, you're uh, one of the people who put together the first Atlas of Artificial Night Sky Brightness. Um, congratulations on that. Thank you. Uh, and uh, Audrey Fisher is here in the studio with us who helped set up uh, this conversation uh, with president of the Chicago Astronomical Society. Uh, and we're, you know, we're fighting our own battle here in Chicago to get them to put the right lights in. Um, yeah. What? Yeah, I know, and, I know. Yeah, I know you know. <laughs> and we just talked to uh, Dr. Mata um, uh, in Massachusetts about um, the, uh, the the strength of the light in, in Kelvin, and he advises that. Well, he said that that, if, if, that you certainly can't go higher than three thousand, but it's it's even better if you go lower um, to twenty seven hundred. What do you recommend, uh, Dr. Falke? Well, I agree with uh, Mario Motta, uh, of course. Uh, the aim is to keep uh, the blue part of the spectrum as low as possible because it uh, influences uh, our body and the melatonin production and so on. And so uh, the lower you go with the color temperature, the better. And so a uh, first step uh, should be not uh, be over 3,000 Kelvin, but of course, it is much better to to go lower to 2700 or lower uh, yet. And also, uh, I think that uh, we really don't need uh, in most places uh, to have a white light. I mean, we um, uh, can use uh, um, a similar light uh, of that uh, that we were used to, and is the, the, the light uh, similar to the high-pressure sodium, uh, because uh, it, there exists uh, a type of LED, LED, uh, that um, has almost no blue light, uh, and it is the PC amber LED, and 
it works perfectly for most of um, application in outdoor lighting. But uh, it seems that uh, industry uh, won't uh, to, to use uh, white light and bright white light. Uh, well, and so this is uh, all fascinating stuff. And you've charted this, of course, across the globe. What, uh, aside from uh, folks not being able to see stars, and much of our planet is losing the ability to even know what a star was. Audrey told a story about a small child in Chicago the other day looking up at the Adler Planetarium and saying, look at all the moons, because children don't even know what stars are. They've seen the moon, but they don't, they don't see stars. Um, so yeah, what, yeah. what kind of effect does that have on, on human beings? Well, this is the first time in history that we have uh, such a high light pollution and so uh, high light pollution that hides the stars and our universe. Uh, you, you have to, to consider that uh, um, all our, all our uh, culture aspects are um, binned and have roots uh, in uh, the contemplation of the night sky. I mean, in religion, philosophy, science, uh, the arts, uh, and literature, and so on. So now we are uh, the first uh, generations that rise up uh, without uh, this inspiration. And so I really don't know what will happen. Uh, it is certainly a, a, a huge cultural loss. And... Uh, uh, beside these, of course, there are the, pro the problems for our health, uh, the problems for uh, the energy, the problems uh, of, for astronomy. But uh, I think that the, the main thing is the, the cultural loss that we experience now uh, by hitting uh, the starry sky to billions of uh, humans. This has basically happened... Has it not in, I would say, what, the last 50 years, something like that? Well, it was an increase that it is, uh, um, it is slow enough, but uh, uh, it is fast enough at the same time. It is fast enough to hide the sky in uh, two generations or so, but it's slow enough that uh, the people doesn't act to stop it. And really, uh, at the end of... Uh, uh, 19th century, so one hundred and a half uh, years ago, you, know, you can, you could uh, uh, see the Milky Way from Paris of La or London also. Mm. Uh, but uh, in uh, one hundred and a half uh, years, uh, <coughs> uh, we we lose the, the possibility to see the stars from for most of, of us yeah it's not just uh, yeah seeing it from Paris or London or Chicago or New York in the 21st century is absurd mm -hmm. to even to comp to contemplate that um, and that's uh, needless we can fix that yeah with and today's technology that's right we we have the technology to fix it and mm -hmm. it's it's lowering the the Kelvin uh, to uh, uh, more, something more appropriate, 2,700 or less, as uh, Dr. Falke just 2, said. 2,200. Maybe 22. But, okay, here's the problem with that is, um, and maybe you've encountered this too, Dr. Falke, uh, people equate darkness with crime. And 
I'm sure in the city of Chicago, which has a horrible murder rate this year, this is a terrible time for us to be discussing this light problem. This is, this is like the worst possible time because we've had so many murders in the city this year. And I'm sure that a lot of people would say, well, yes, we need it very, very, very bright because that's the only way we stop crime. Um, have you encountered that, Dr. Falke? Well, uh, yes, this is a, a huge problem. I mean, the perception that the people have uh, on this is uh, that uh, the more light you put, the more uh, the less crime you have. But this equation is uh, never uh, has never been proved. Uh, I mean, um, the, the, the in England, for example, they found that. Uh, uh, both uh, safety and uh, security is not increased by by lighting, and so uh, we may spend better our money by uh, hiring uh, new cops, for example, instead of uh, putting more lights. So, if you have uh, uh, more police, maybe that you lower the crime. Uh, more police on the streets and, and uh, patrolling the roads. This is a, 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 an effective way to spend uh, the money. But, uh, I mean, if you put uh, lights only to lower crime, I think that uh, you spend your money in a wasteful uh, way. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to uh, – we're going to need to wrap up here, and I need to talk a little bit more with uh, with Audrey here. So, Dr. Falke, what – that's one way to go. What do you advise telling municipalities – who are installing new lights. Obviously, you want them to use temperatures that are lower than they are now, but how, how do you make that argument? Uh, they have a, a huge opportunity to lower light pollution and at the same time uh, obtaining better lighting for the city. So uh, there are several things that they, they should follow. Uh, for example, uh, limit the blue content and limit uh, the quantity of light that you have uh, on on the streets. I mean, uh, you don't need uh, to that uh, the streets are lighted uh, as a, it was a a, a film making uh, <laughs> production, and so uh, our eyes are extremely sensitive to low light, and so uh, a small uh, uh, quantity of light is okay for our uh, for our eyes, and we will see perfectly. And uh, the we will get used to it. We we get used to it. I mean, anybody who's been in a low light situation knows that the eyes adjust. You do it. I mean, okay. Here's a perfect example. You wake up in the middle of the night, and there are no lights on. You usually see pretty well going around, yeah, except yeah. for Peggy who walks into doors. But other than that, that wasn't the middle of the night. Oh, that wasn't okay. Uh, but um, uh, you, you, your eyes adjust, and we don't seem to understand that. In fact, uh, as uh, Dr. Mata pointed out, we're doing damage to our eyes by having too much light and, uh, and yeah. at higher eyes temperatures. Yeah. And to our health and to animals and everything else. And plants, flora and fauna, mm-hmm. um, all of that. Um, so, well, Dr. Falke, thank you so much um, for, for being with us. We, I, th- I suspect we will be talking again. Uh, this this okay. this question is is it's not over yet, and there's still a battle to be fought, not just in Chicago but all over the world. Correct? Uh, 
Yeah, I know here in Italy too. Yes, yes, and and I wish you great success there. I, I hope you have some luck in getting uh, the light levels reduced in uh, Italy and and around the world. And thank you for your contribution. The uh, the first atlas of artificial night sky brightness. Um, that's oh, quite you. an accomplishment. I appreciate it. Thank you for calling. And happy holidays to you. Uh, it's the uh, Mike Novak show. Okay, I, before we wrap up here, and we've we've bumped over 10 a.m., um, but I, I'm not done. I mean, I'm not done here because part of the the issue here, and I wanted to bring in the the scientists um, to make the case because we have to make the, you have to do it with science, regardless of who's in the White House. Science is still important, um, and so what we've heard is that the temperature. 3,000 is like borderline. It really should be lower, you know. Uh, congratulations on getting them to lower it. And part of the problem is, you, you, and you told me, Audrey, is that you got the city to lower it. They were considering 4,000 Kelvin, and you said, no, 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 that, it's got to be 3,000. Uh, and then you went out and looked at the light, and, and, you, and you kind of had an oh-my-goodness moment, didn't you? This is still too, way too bright. Correct. It is, and also some some uh, lighting manufacturers have more blue in their three thousand lights than than, others. Un- than another. Yeah. So it differs that way too, and when you think about it, the only thing the city really got right with its lighting in the past was the color, and we did that quite accidentally. You mean with the uh, the sodium vapor lights? That color is actually is proving to be the most healthful. For the human circadian and the biorhythms and that sort of uh, orangey glow. What, that, what that do you amber consider color. amber? Yeah. I, I would call it amber. It's yeah. kind of like a candlelight. It's kind yeah. of soothing. Yeah. yeah. But what what we went wrong with those lights is that they were the wrong style of light. They were they were putting light. They weren't focusing it on target. A street light should place should light the street and the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't go sideways into people's windows. And it shouldn't go upwards into the sky. It's doing. It's wasted going up to the sky. Yeah. Plus, it's stealing our view of the stars. And and you told me uh, a couple of days ago when we were talking about this mm-hmm. that basically your connection. And I don't want to bust you for this, but it's really important. Your connection at the city came. You said, you know, those three thousand kelvins are still too bright. And this guy said, Audrey, we already knocked it down. From four thousand to three thousand, because of you, what more do you want from us? And you pointed out to me, and it makes a lot of sense. The technology has changed that much in six months. Imagine what's going to happen over four years as they as they're installing these lights. That's right, and I hope that the city's smart enough. I know they have smart people, and you know, I really do believe they want to do the best for us. But um, I wish I believed that. <laughs> Uh, no, I do too. I mean, I think they want to do it right. But here's the problem. Here's another problem. And this is, this is sort of my issue. You sent me this email and you sent it out to your friends the other day on the 13th of December. On the 12th of December, the city said, hey, we're doing a test case and you got to let us know what you think of this new lighting by the end of the year. They sent it out on the 12th of mm-hmm. December. Oh, gosh, there's nothing happening between the 12th of December and the end of the year. Is there for you? Are you doing anything, yeah, Peggy? So. And, and, you know, what, you know, if you want something to fail if you, or if you want no participation so that you can then turn around and make the decision yourself and say, hey, we gave you a chance, the best time to do it is the holidays. So this is really cynical on the part of the city. 
This is, this is what I look at. Here's the other thing I would say about that. So they gave us like 16 days or 17 days. Barely. To, barely. Because they hardly announced it. They hardly announced it, you know, and, and they've got these lights up and they want this. And you've got to go to this survey monkey thing that they, they have. Kind of buried. It's, and, and, and it's, as you pointed out to me, and, and I appreciated this, Audrey, it's slanted. It's a biased survey. It doesn't, it, you know, it kind of leads you in this direction. Do you like the color? Is it nice? And, and people are going to go, yeah, it's not that amber stuff, and not realizing that it's actually hurting them yeah. because they don't enough? know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my feeling is you want, you want a survey, leave the lights up for three months, leave them up for six months, and then get people. You can't do this in 16, 17 days. Phoenix gave the public a couple, several months. Who did? Phoenix. Phoenix? Okay, Phoenix, all right, well, then, then we just go to the city of Chicago. How come we're not as smart as Phoenix? How come we're not as smart as some of these other cities who did it right? And maybe it's because because Phoenix had several months for the public to really look at these and analyze and listen to stories and presentations. Phoenix activists got together and they demanded lower Calvin and that's what they got. All right. So how do we, you know, what, what I'm worried about is that they've already bought 270,000, 3000 Calvin lights and they, you know, they got a deal. We God, got it. We got a deal. God help us. That. Yeah. If you know, because this is just like crazy. So what do folks do? How do we, I mean, aside, you know, even the folks who are going to fill out that survey, they don't know what they're saying. They're going to say, yeah, it's brighter. I can see better. And they don't know what the issue is. They'll right. do a drive-by because they're not going to park. Yep, wow, this looks bright. I can see everything. Perfect, let's go with it. And they have no idea. They're not even going to go There's and an lie in bed and see if the light comes in the window. You know? Month, months ago, they promised, because I asked about this, what is planned for uh, the public education, you know, presentations and things like this. And they said it, it's definitely going to happen. And it didn't happen. And and uh, what you mean, public education was going to happen, and it didn't happen? Is that that's what you're right, saying? That's right. The city prom- promised. Hey, listen, recycling. You want to talk uh, public education? I, I'll go on for a few hours about recycling in the city of Chicago and and how they've botched it for twenty years, and now they're trying to scramble to make up for it. And you know, I, I'm sure people will come after me and go, "Hey, no, no, the city's really working hard." Well, now they are because our our, our recycling rate is nine percent. Now they're going, "Oops." I guess we really screwed that up. Um, and these lights, unfortunately, it's not the same thing. It's like once they're up, they're up for, like you say, 25 years. 25 years. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you that there's over 1,000 documents from different scientific communities every single year that are produced now, all saying that blue light is harmful to human health. It's harmful to the environment and the ecosystems. And I might point out that in the city of Chicago, a lot of the homes are placed – Pretty fairly close to the street, so you have that street light yeah, trespass. Got, my home, my home is is got a tiny little front yard there, barely barely exists, you know. And if you have that street light filtering in through typical bedroom curtains, it I have the documentation that proves it will raise your risk for breast cancer, prostate cancer, colon cancer, pancreatic. Because of the way it, it interrupts your circadian ry- rhythm, that kind of thing? Yes, and it shuts down your melatonin production, right. mood disorders, sleep disorders, type 2 diabetes, obesity, yeah, even depression. Sure. 
Uh, This can be totally avoided. Stop the light trespass. They promised me they would do this, and it didn't happen in that test. Uh, Well, so how do we make it happen? What are we going to? Well, first of all, you and I are going to go on a little run and talk to our media friends. We have get some TV people out there and say public activism like never before. Yeah. Well, it's 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 an important uh, issue, and so. and we got till the, yeah, till the end of the year. Okay. Hey, listen, I'm I'm kind of busy. I got a holiday thing coming. I got some caroling I'm doing. Audrey, I, I really don't have the time right now. It's just no. I'm kidding. Well, in my in the email they sent to me, they said have a nice holiday, Audrey. Wow. I, I, was it a personal note or was yes, it just? Yes, it was. Really? They did. Wow. So, folks, get involved. That's what we do. Yes. What do you got there? What's this? One thing I I did bring you a practical. A nightlight. This is an amber color nightlight. When you, please, um, as a quick note, try to sleep in a dark room so dark you can't see the hand in front of your face. Okay. If you need light, practical light to go to the bathroom, whatever, use amber, dim amber or dim red. It'll minimize your circadian I don't have to worry about light in my room because it comes in through the windows. Please use room darkening curtains. Yeah. And these amber nightlights. Okay, amber nightlight. All right, this yeah. is a, make a great gift for folks. So, uh, if you want to get in touch with uh, Audrey, uh, one of the things I would advise doing is uh, uh, what's a what's a Facebook page? The Chicago Astronomical Society, or do you have another one that? You... Uh, that one also International Dark Sky. I'm the uh, Chicago chapter leader. International Dark Sky Association. Association, IDA. And Dark Sky is is spelled with a hyphen. So International Dark Hyphen Sky Association. Or go to Chicago Astronomical Society. Peggy's been furiously tweeting and Facebooking. And um, you and I will talk, Audrey, and we're going to get some folks out to you, some of these You guys are tests. amazing. And, um, and I love your energy and your ability to... Uh, raise public awareness and and get us riled up so we can do this. (laughs)